Welcome to Finding Peace in Parenting. I am Ronnie and I'm Tracy Ann, and today we will discuss how to raise children to be kind. How do we build empathy and teach self-love? Why do some children struggle to be kind? And what can we do if we find our child is the one being the bully? So why do some of us parents struggle to see the importance of being kind or even receive kindness, Rani? couple of things and I think this is the problem why a lot of parents don't see the importance of teaching kindness to the children because they themselves can't see that or can't deal with it. I recognize that in some culture, I think especially Asian culture, that you can't show affection because by showing affection, you are not looking uh, strong smart or superior there is a pressure on having uh, to be seen as someone tough yeah it's like the world is a tough place and being kind means being weak right yeah and vulnerable so tough is like a survival skill it's like a shield yeah yeah another thing that i recognize as well is that a lot of people protect themselves from the fear of being taken advantage or controlled Mm. That's why they stop or prefer not to show or receive any kindness. And it can bring up all sorts of issues from our own childhood on whether we were bullied or just certain things, right, that trigger us. Yeah, like pain from the past. Mm. Yeah, the need to protect ourselves from disappointment or, or rejection. And then when we become cold, we have no feelings or always suspicious of other people. Yeah, like um, uh, the thinking of when uh, the other people are kind, they want something from you, yes. right? Yeah, and that's, um, <laughs> that reminds me of moving from Queensland to Sydney many years ago, 20, 20 plus years ago now. And I remember people just saying, you know what, you're not from around here, mm. are you? And it was only because I was like, morning, hi, morning, just... People would look at me like I was about to, you know, steal their handbag or... (laughs) (laughs) Interesting that you said that because that's how I did feel a little bit when I first moved from Singapore to Sydney. Mm. I could actually see a lot of people feel uncomfortable receiving kindness from me. Yes, from what do you want? Yeah. 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 Or, oh my God, how should I return the kindness back? Or what a weirdo. She's saying hello to me. I really just want to say, I don't want anything from you. (laughs) Imagine those people that I think they've done, you know, there's, I'm sure there's YouTube footage of it where they yeah. s- give people random hugs. I mean, oh imagine my God. that. <laughs> I would be scared too if, if <laughs> yeah, a random people exactly. approach me on the street. So essentially, what is kindness? I would like to emphasize strongly that kindness is actually a choice. It is a behavior like compassion, caring, genuine empathy and understanding the emotions and experiences of others. Mm. And it's also wanting to to give without receiving, right? Yes. Just to, you know, to, to give something without the expectation of receiving something back. Without calculating mm. and, or measuring it. Kindness is definitely a skill that can be practiced and strengthened. 
And young children's brains, uh, particularly young children, are wired to be self-centered, you know, like the world revolves around them. And although many children are inclined to be naturally helpful, we do have to foster that kindness and practice kind behavior daily. Like we don't want our children being kind just to get a reward or to get something back in return. So we can't reward them for kind behavior in traditional ways, right? Yeah, yeah, so true. I think if too much of their attention of giving kindness toward accomplishing self-worth, affirming and valuing themselves in order to feel good, then they become addicted to external source of gratification. Ultimately, the goal is we need to make sure that the kindness is genuine and sincere without seeking anything in return back or reward from us parents, right? Mm. You know, it's interesting. We instill all this kindness in our children, but sometimes it's a it's a rocky road being kind as well. You know, when you instill this these kindness qualities in our children and then they come home being steam trained by a child oh, that's yeah you know it's confusing for them especially the younger ones right yeah absolutely mm. and that's why i think the best way to teach kindness is to allow our children to experience as much as kindness as possible mm. uh, at home yeah one thing, uh, do you know that kindness changes the children's brain by the experience of kindness? Mm. Children do not learn kindness by only thinking about it and talking about it. Kindness is actually best learned by feeling it so that they can reproduce it, Tracy Ann. And also not to mention that it releases that feel-good endorphins in our body so doing nice things for others boosts serotonin and dopamine levels that then in turn give us that warm fuzzy feeling inside yeah it's reported that even small acts of kindness increase our energy and give a wonderful feeling of optimism and self-worth oh how amazing who doesn't want that oh my gosh i need that <laughs> a lot every day i mean you just know yourself and i've done it in the past those random acts of kindness where you've You've paid for your parking ticket and you haven't used up the whole entire time so you pass it on to the person mm. behind you that's about to take your park and not, I'm not doing that for any other reason than, you know, I know that I've made their day and I've made my own day by doing it. It yeah, fills up yeah. their tank and it fills up my tank and it yeah. doesn't take much. No, nothing. And the person who received that kindness from you will then reciprocate that kindness to other people too, Tracy, and because kindness is also contagious. Mm, it's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And studies shows that in school, if peers regularly perform act of kindness, their entire class were more likely to be inclusive and less likely to bully each mm. other. Being well-liked is an important factor in the happiness of the children. And it was demonstrated that greater peer acceptance was achieved through good deeds. Better than average mental health, Tracy, and it's reported in classrooms that practice more inclusive behavior due to an even distribution of popularity. Oh, I mean, that's just so understandable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So how do we build kindness in our children? Let's talk about some tips, Rani. I have some top tips that I could share. I think, number one, we can teach 
our children to understand their own emotions and how to deal with it and how to communicate their feelings in the right way. Children must understand how they think and feel first. That's very important. And that is okay to have feelings because our feelings are valid. Always. Mm, so they can then consider and empathize with others, right? Mm -hmm. So we should teach them to not be scared of their emotions. Name them like what? Angry, frustrated, I feel sorry, etc. I mean, live with that emotions, but don't let them control you. Learn how and when to express appropriately I think this one does not apply only to children, even us adults too. Absolutely. If you have witnessed a person struggling, talk about ways to help or how they would have liked someone to help them if they were in that situation. Mm, and I find too often, particularly with children, I think they're not sort of equipped to deal with their own emotions sometimes. So sometimes when they see other children struggling, it's just all too much. Right? Mm. They're not quite sure how to handle it and they choose to walk away. Confused mm. even, right? Absolutely. What so, is that? Yeah. I'm not used to that sort of like expression of mm. feelings. Mm. And also picking up on nonverbal cues is important. Teaching them to pay attention to people's facial expressions. That's very example. important. Yeah. yeah the like, EQ. Yeah. Watching other people at the park or a sporting field and talk about what they might be feeling and why. You know, I love doing that in a cafe where you sort of people watching. Mm. We always make up stories of, you know, what they're saying or what they're thinking or what's going on at home. You know, especially if they're showing an extreme emotion like excitement or anger. This helps our children put meaning behind the emotions. Yeah, and this can be achieved as well while we are watching movies together mm. with the children. Like we uh, help identifying what, what sort of feelings does, mm. you know, that actor or actresses uh, express, right? Yeah. Another thing that we need to be really uh, mindful is to model kind behavior. Children do as they see, not as we tell them to do. They simply cannot be what they have not seen or experienced. I mean, honestly, how can you expect them to show kindness if they never even experienced or received kindness at home, right? Yeah, so true. How do we honestly expect our children to understand to be kind to other people if they don't know act of self-kindness to themselves and do you make fun of strangers or talk badly about people behind their backs? That's very important. And let your child catch you in the act of kindness, such as letting someone in line in front of you or to holding the door for a stranger or help carrying something heavy when people struggling with it. Mm, it's very important role modeling indeed. Yeah. And also treating your child with respect. Like, do you apologize? Do, do we apologize to them after being angry or frustrated? You know, sometimes we can sort of, things are going on for us and we can lose our, you know, beep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, you know, and then how do we handle that afterwards? And then we realize that we were wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you know, using, you know, the magic word, what can I do to support you? How can I support you? What do you need from me right now? What a... 
a beautiful thing for other people to say to us when you are struggling with something and then you hear your parents say, oh, what can I do to support you? It's so calming, yes, right? So absolutely. reassuring. Not everything's going to be okay. That's not always assuring. Yeah. It's just what, what do you need from me right now? Yeah. Mm. Another way to teach kindness to our children is to acknowledge kindness. We need to teach them to notice when someone does something nice and acknowledge the effort when our children treat someone nicely, right? And point out how their behavior affects those around them and the emotions they might have caused in others. Point out how your child feels when they are treated with kindness to help develop gratitude that will be a powerful, teachable moment too. We often focus on wanting our children to be happy or get good grades, but let them know how they treat others is also important to us. It's also essential to know to return kindness, Tracy, and I think a lot of people are okay receiving kindness, but feel quite awkward to then having this feeling of how do I return the kindness? Mm, or like they have to return something yeah. back, right? Or don't even have any initiative feelings mm. on returning something back, right? Mm. Reciprocate kindness that is given to you. That's just nice. Yeah. Because it's about giving and taking too, right? I especially like what, what you said before, Rani, about, you know, sort of pointing out when they're treated with kindness, but also mm. pointing out when they're treated with disrespect, and yeah. how that made them feel and, you know, what could have that person done differently to redirect it or reframe it into a kindness act rather yeah. than a disrespectful act. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Just making uh, things that happen around them, good or bad, mm. as a teachable moment, Yeah, as a lesson. And showing our child how to help people in need. I mean, that's a big one. Mm. Get your child to look beyond your own family and friends for people to help. You know, donating old clothes or toys that they've outgrown, you know, being an active member of their community in one way or another. Yes, that's what's lacking yeah. in this um, digital generation, mm. right, that sort of awareness. And also asking them what it might feel like to be on the receiving end. Teach them about paying it forward, giving without expecting anything back. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's very important. We should also be quite strict on not allowing rudeness. Oh, no, I can't tolerate it. And instill good <laughs> manners. That's yes. very important. If they talk rudely to you as parents, they might think that it's acceptable mm. to talk to others like that. And if you encounter rudeness in others, like in traffic or while shopping, I think we see that quite a lot sometimes in the car park. <laughs> I had it, yes. My, ki my car got keyed in the car park oh by an gosh. angry lady over a car space. Yeah. So if we encounter that, we mm. discuss it with our children mm. because it will teach our children that when someone is nasty to you, you don't have to be mean in response, right? Actually, that's a conversation that I had with my daughter this morning. Mm. Something had been done to her and then she asked me if it was okay. She said, I I'm assuming that you're going to say no, but I'm just wondering, Yeah. what if I did the same thing back? Oh. I know. And that's I said, well, how do you think that would feel if mm. somebody did that? And essentially you're upset by what's been done to you. Mm. So how would 
doing it back be helpful in this situation not productive no yeah (laughs) two wrongs doesn't make it right no that's so true another one that we could probably use as a strategy is to think to be considerate to other people feeling try to imagine being in their shoes and I like the use of think strategy. Have you heard of this, Tracy? Oh, no, tell me about it, Rani. So ask them to stop and think is what they said or about to say. Okay. Think, I mean, let's break it down. T, true, is it really true? H, is it really helpful? I, is it really inspiring? And really necessary? And the K is, is it really kind? So, I love that. Yeah, so think. Yes. Think is great advice, especially before posting comments on social Absolutely. media. Absolutely. So pause and think. Yes. Ask yourself those questions. Is it true, helpful, inspiring, necessary or kind? Absolutely. And that will help you to understand being the person on that shoes, mm. right? Love that. And also teaching respect for the earth, you know, by picking up litter and caring for our environment. It feels good to leave places better than you found it, even if it's not your mess to clean up. Yeah, yeah. You know, teach them to be a good guest and to help clean up after a play date or, you know, going to someone's house for dinner or whatever it may be. I mean, not expecting them to vacuum and (laughs) (laughs) put the laundry on, but just simple acts yeah of kindness even if it means saying thank you for cooking the dinner let me what clean can my I do plates to help yeah, yeah absolutely mm. that simple sort of act of kindness yeah so i think this is a really important topic that we need to talk about it's mm. about making helping a family affair <laughs> which is tough going when you've got teenage boys but <laughs> I'm still persevering <laughs> yeah but it's so good and so empowering yes it's important that children are involved with chores around the house a certain amount of helping is the right thing to do so children are more likely to be engaged in something that they help create or develop mm. you know my middle uh, child my son he loves to cook and he's very much part of the process mm-hmm. which is fantastic to watch but also afterwards it's the kitchen is in a diabolical mess yeah yeah (laughs) so i'm trying (laughs) trying to teach him that you know although i'm really grateful at the cooking i'd be also really grateful if he could um help keep it neat and tidy uh, avoid setting up competition between siblings. Yeah. Encourage them to work together to get the job done and praise them for their group effort. Oh, that is such a good advice, mm. especially when you have more than one child. Yes. It's very important because unconsciously sometimes we do compare. Yes. And, and you know, not, not really enforcing that sort of like teamwork, yeah. right, amongst them. It's never going to be like the Brady Bunch. Oh, my God. <laughs> not my house anyway. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when we talked about kindness, we need to talk as well about empathy. And talking about empathy, how do we build empathy? I think first and foremost, we need to identify that empathy is similar yet distinct from kindness, Mm. Tracy. Kindness involves act of goodwill and kind words, while empathy is about relating to one another and putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Mm. It's a perfect marriage, really. Mm -hmm. 
Active listening is the best way to connect with another person and build strong relationships. Oh, yeah. And what's really important is to concentrate on what is being said rather than preparing your reply. So keeping your opinions to yourself and just listening, maintaining good eye contact, paying attention, using encouraging body language. Really be present, right? Mm. When you are talking or being with someone else, engaging. And you can't be present when you're thinking of something to say that's going to make them feel better, Mm. right? Absolutely. I want to talk about this because I think it's really, really important. The importance of teaching our children to be self-kind because I think this is especially for girls and boys Mm. growing up into teenage sort of like stage of development where a lot of times they have self-doubt, they put themselves self-limitation and criticize themselves so Mm. badly. And even us as adults, a lot of us struggle with even talking kindly to our self in our mind and our heart, right? And I wish when we were young, we were being taught on, okay, this is how you need to actually speak to yourself. You speak to yourself positively and kindly. Absolutely. I mean, half the things we say to ourselves, you know, quietly, obviously not out loud, but what we say to ourselves, we wouldn't even say that to our worst enemy. Absolutely. And everything needs to start from within ourselves. Mm. And that's what the children needs to be taught by us as parents. Yeah. That if they have any negativity or or bad thought in their mind, they must learn this skill on picking themselves back up by yeah. talking kindly, having that self-empathy to themselves, right? Mm. Model self-compassion by looking after yourself physically, getting enough sleep, talking about yourself in a kind way and not being so hard on yourself when you make a mistake. Actually, I witnessed that in my daughter last night. She had a moment, first day back at school, Mm -hmm. and girls are a little bit more emotional. I mean, that sounds almost like not the right thing to say, but good emotional. Like she's very articulate about her feelings and she needed to express it. But at one point she was like, oh, and it's all my fault. And Mm. oh, and she was really beating herself up. Yeah. And we really sort of pulled back and explored what she was saying. And it's okay to make mistakes and you can't beat yourself up from it. It's what what you learned from it moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And boys do, Tracy. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, I think, in my opinion, for boys, because it's in their nature that they have to accomplish something. They don't know how to deal with failures and setback, right? Yeah. So they often actually uh, get so frustrated easily with themselves. And you want them to trust their own judgment and trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. What else can we do as a family? I think, you know, activities for the family, for example, like random acts of kindness challenge in the family you know give a goal to meet such as performing you know three random acts of kindness per week or noticing three random acts of kindness oh that's a good idea i like that yeah like for kids it could mean not arguing with their siblings or doing a chore without whinging or being asked to being an active listener and actively engaging pick flowers for the house 
spread positivity on social media. You know, they could pick up some rubbish or dog poo. I mean, the list is endless, really. Yeah. (laughs) And I think uh, the family, the whole family need to sit down together and then set the goal. Not us telling them, okay, this is you, what you need to do. But they also can be involved in the process of setting the goal for the whole family to comply. What they've chosen. Yeah. Yeah. For mom and dad, I think it could mean being more patient. Mm. Oh, leave sticky notes with positive messages. I do that already. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like that. Saying good morning when you pass someone on the street, Mm. paying someone a compliment. And I love that one. I think so often the moment passes and we walk away from a conversation with a stranger or someone we know and we think, gosh, that colour looked amazing on them or their skin looked amazing or, you know, there was so nice. Yes, and and you don't say it. And then we think about what we should have said. So being in the moment and, you know, complimenting someone is a beautiful thing for both the receiver and the giver. Absolutely. You know, it's easy to be kind to someone who is kind to you but a lot harder to be kind to unkind people. Yeah. Being kind is not about letting people walk all over you. If someone is consistently mean, we need to teach our kids to walk away and not tolerate bullying of any kind. But they can walk away without being mean themselves. This is so important. Absolutely. Or even without self-criticizing yourself. Mm. Oh, my God, did that happen because of my what I did? Or Yeah. Yeah. One of our listeners had question and addressed it to the email. The question was, what if it's your child who is unkind and has a mean streak? Hmm. Well, you certainly don't go, what? Not my child. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, we need to understand first, why do kids bully and struggle to be kind? Mm, it has to come from somewhere. Mm, I think children are still figuring things out. Mm. So they can be otherwise nice kids who have made some mistakes. Yeah. And I think reasons like that can include, you know, the child wants to fit in with a group of friends Mm. or they're getting bullied at home or at school and are trying to regain a sense of power Mm -hmm. perhaps or they're looking for attention and haven't been successful getting it in other ways. Yeah, and they might be more naturally assertive, dominant or impulsive than their peers. Mm, This is true. So in younger children, they might not yet understand fully how the victim feels, right? So what can we do? Yeah, what can we do? A couple of things I would strongly advise Uh, parents who experience this um, challenge. I think number one is to talk to your kids to get real answers. Make it clear that you are open to hearing your child's side of the story. Mm. Talk about working together to stop the behavior. And sometimes kids just want to be heard, right? Oh, for sure. Just the whole story needs to Mm. be laid out. Yeah, yeah. And then explain that the bullying behavior is completely unacceptable. Criticize the behavior, but don't reject your child. And I also think, see if you can get your child to understand how frightened and upset the victim feels, whether that be through role-playing or other means. Yeah, absolutely. And discussing peer pressure and following their own instincts. 
They could be joining in bullying to avoid being bullied themselves. Some statistics suggest that half of kids who bully have been bullied themselves. Yeah. Another way is really build their self-esteem, right? Are they bullying to feel more important or in control? And praise your child's good behavior, Tracy, and tell them you know that they are not really a bully. Absolutely. We're definitely not born a bully, are we? Mm, No. Observe your child's social skills and help them to improve these. Discuss scenarios that may be difficult for them to handle and guide them through it. Yeah. And, And of course, the key is spend more time with them, listening and giving more attention. Yeah. And also support the steps the school is taking to stop the bullying, monitor the situation with the help of the teachers and or other parents. It takes a whole village to raise a child, right? So strong teamwork is so important. Yeah. Again, another way is really important to reinforce discipline and consequences at home, such as loss of privileges. Yeah. And also another good one, Rani, is keeping an eye on your child's use of the internet and mobile phones and, you know, who they're following on social media and what's sort of being absorbed into their brains. You know, check regularly with with them knowing as well. I don't think spying on them is helpful Mm -hmm. just to make sure that they are using social media in a kind way. Yeah, I agree with that. After all, our role being a parent is to navigate and guide the children Uh, from finding the path that is right Mm. and then uh, identifying the wrong path too. And I think that with that in mind, it's difficult past a certain age and I can understand I have got older teenagers Mm -hmm. so there is a point where you can't go on their devices and do that so it has to be open means of communication but certainly when they're getting their own devices and they're having mobiles and different things at a young that young sort of teenage years I think that's the most impressionable and as they get older they have to sort of learn to self-regulate and then you're just having open communication But the skill needs to be implemented Mm. while they were young, Absolutely. When you see a child who acts aggressively at at school, I think it's a sign that we need to look inward, Mm. right? Mm. Children who are exposed to aggressive or unkind behavior at home are likely to repeat this at school. Don't you agree? Always. I think there's always something underneath. There's always a reason for any kind of behavior. Yeah. And just don't be afraid to seek help, in my opinion, that Mm. if you are continually working with your child and the bullying continues, don't be ashamed or don't be afraid to seek for professional help because honestly, it may, it means simply that your child need the help of a professional therapist to navigate and guide your child. And also staying connected, communicate openly about their day-to-day life, starting young, you know, asking questions like, you know, what's one great thing that happened that day and the not the not so great thing. You know, kids who are regularly expected to share details of their lives with their parents are more comfortable continuing this into their teens. This is why I like driving my boys to and from the school because in the car, that sort of conversation can be cultivated, right? Alongside, not staring into their eyeballs. Interesting (laughs) you say that because that's what they say with boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do we prevent bullying in the future? Mm. That might be the next question, right, that some of us ask. I think it goes back to teaching the children about empathy, respect, and care for others. 
And the best way to do this is by being a role model for our child and making sure that our children always sees us treating others with respect and kindness. Yes, make it contagious. Oh, yes, absolutely. Kindness is contagious. I like that. Yes, and all and everything starts from home, Mm. from within themselves and us, right, as parents. So true, Rani. Well, we've come to the end of our podcast. Thank you for joining us for Finding Peace in Parenting. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let others know by sharing and rating us whenever you listen to our podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you would like to get in touch with a question for us to discuss in a future episode, please send us an email or send us a voice memo, which you can record on your phone to hello at findingpeaceinparenting.com. Bye! Bye.